1: Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast, brought to you by Fanduel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricchardi as we break down the Tuesday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at RotoCurve, RotoWire N as a featured writer in the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. The roto Wire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher and now streaming live on this very show on Google Hangouts and available on the official YouTube channel for Roto-Wired. So make sure you uh, check it out, subscribe, let us know you enjoyed the show. Benicio, welcome to another day of fantasy basketball action.
2: Yeah, yesterday was uh, not one of the better days for me. Um, you know, I had Will in like 80% of my... Pierce did as well. Uh, Had a little bit too much Darren Collison with that whole Rondo's in, Rondo's out, Rondo's in, Rondo's out, Rondo's out. Now he's questionable. Now he's probable. Now he's playing. So, you know, I mean, Collison was still a decent play, even with Rondo in. He's been putting up some numbers and playing some more minutes. But, you know, I like, I think I went too heavy on him because I was, You know, I mean, basically they announced them out before lineups locked. And then all of a sudden it changed late in the day. Uh, But even when it changed, even if you were playing on a site with like late swap, it was still so late that there wasn't a lot of viable swerves you could have made. So I kicked myself a little bit because I don't think the roster that I built yesterday would have been built the way I did if I had that information. So it forced me into some other plays that I didn't like to make it work. And I don't know. Just wasn't a good day. So let's get back at it today because I need to win some money.
1: Yeah, oh, you know, for me the difference was one player in, in a lot of our fantasy laps and Will Barton was not the difference. And, you know, the, the the players, the studs that we had hit home runs, but some of the value options were left a little bit to be desired. So let's go ahead and crack back into it here. Tuesday slate uh, up top uh, and available. We have got the Golden State Warriors on, on tap here. Uh, as well, they're at home facing you know, the Atlanta Hawks. We've got, you know, uh, Brooklyn, L.A., Western, Eastern Conference, uh, you know, finals preview. And then we've got some interesting matches, matchups like uh, what to do with Portland versus New York, for example, and Chicago versus Miami. So let's go ahead and, and break it all down for the Tuesday slate and talk about what you want to do with the point guard position.
2: Yeah, it's um, – there's actually a lot of a lot of stuff up in the air right now. Uh, Steph Curry's listed as questionable with an ankle injury. You know, we all saw him land on someone's ankle the other night in that game. Um, But I think he's going to play tonight. If he doesn't, then obviously Sean Livingston would be one of the top plays that you got to look at. But I think that Curry plays, although I'm probably not going to be on him as good as he's been lately. um, Because I think that if there is any chance that they could rest him or play him a few less minutes, they might do that. I mean, he still might hit 10 threes and put up 60 fantasy points, but, you know, I I think I'm kind of off him. Uh, Lillard's in a good spot against the Knicks. Um, We know that he's a high usage guy. We know he's been putting up good numbers lately. You know, the Knicks really aren't that great on defense against point guards. Um, So Lillard's in a decent spot. Kemba Walker against Phoenix. You know, Kemba hasn't been playing well lately, Um, but that Phoenix team is so bad against, uh, you know, so bad against guards that. I still think you got to consider Kemba as some and then even Jeff Teague, you know, Teague's been putting up a couple big games lately and going up against Golden State, you know, they're going to be playing at faster pace. Um, you know, Teague's still playing around 30 minutes a game. He's getting the, you know, the bigger share of the minutes at the point guard spot. So, I think it's a day where I'm going to be looking up towards the top end and, you know, those are some of the guys who I'm considering right now.
1: Yeah, those guys um, are definitely in play for me as well. I think you can take either side of the, the L.A. Lakers, um, you know, Brooklyn Nets game and still be in, a, in an okay spot. I probably, if I had to, if you wanted to make me choose, I probably want to go with Donald Sloan here. Um, you know, Ooh. he's been a little bit quiet over these past couple of games, but he's certainly not a guy that's going to burn you for 4,800 producing in the low 20s if you can get back up to the – the higher side of the you know the twenty-eight to thirty-point f- upside we're talking about 6X value in that spot, and we know the Lakers give up more fancy points than anybody uh, in the world to the uh, point guard position. So there's a you know a, a decent little cheap swerve uh, in that area. And then you know what I think what I what I can say to here is if we don't get exposure to Derrick Rose, uh, you know who's questionable with a heavy issue, we just don't want exposure. I I think I'm, I'm fairly safe. To say, do you you agree with me here? Do you, can you make a case for Aaron Brooks, or or, or anybody else in this spot, or um, what's what's your your general approach on that situation?
2: Yeah, if Rose is out, <clears throat> if Rose is out, um, depending on what site, there's a couple places that Etwan Moore still pretty cheap, so he would be the only guy that I would really consider as like a swerve option. Um, Basically, if Rose is out, usually what I do is I look at, uh, you know, like Pau Gasol or, you know, maybe some of the small forwards like McDermott and Dunleavy because I think that those guys wind up picking up, you know, more of the scoring and more of the offensive usage um, as opposed to like trying to use like a Heinrich or a Brooks or something like that.
1: Yeah, I agree with there as well. So, yeah, there's uh, it's gonna be for me. Just stick to the Lakers game, particularly Sloan and Russell, if you want some uh, value town. Russell certainly is a guy who probably has more scoring upside, but you have to pay five hundred dollars more for him. So keep that in mind there as well. I also don't mind Jeff Teague for, uh, you know, or or even in the in deeper spot, uh, Dennis shooter for GPPs because you just know the the pace up for uh, the Golden State is gonna be, uh, you know, turned up to the ceiling. And I, I just need Steph Curry to be cleared. If if uh, before I make sure I I jump I jump into the roster with him, I expect that he will be cleared for the most part. But you know, because he has a questionable tag, and you know he had to leave the Saturday night game for for just a little bit. Something else to, to, to keep in mind if before you uh, throw him to, into any of your cash or GPP lineups. But to me, he's at least in cash games will probably be a must start for me, and I'll figure out you know if I need to cram Sloan or or you know anybody else into the lineup. Uh, there, there afterwards because, you know, he's been averaging over 60-plus fantasy points per game, which is insane uh, at, at the at the point guard position. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the other guard position here for the Tuesday slate and talk about what you want to do at the two for Tuesday.
2: Yeah, you know, I've actually been looking at Nick Batum, who hasn't really been putting up big numbers lately, but he's just gotten so cheap compared to the other guys in, uh, you know, the price range. Like, if you're looking at the guys up at top, you have McCollum at, at, like, 71 on FanDuel, Wade at 76, Clay Thompson at 72, Ola D. 100. Um, he's going up against Phoenix. It's a game where, you know, Charlotte's expected to put up, like, 110 points. We know how bad Phoenix is on the defensive end. They play at a high pace. So, you know, I think things all kind of set up for him, and I think he's gotten cheap enough here where – I mean, what do you really need out of them? like 30 fantasy points in order to get value at uh, at 6,200? So Nick Batum is definitely one of the guys that I'm looking at. Um, of those guys up top, I really liked Dwayne Wade again here against uh, Chicago. Remember, Chicago doesn't have Jimmy Butler, so whatever DVP numbers you're looking at for the two guard, you can basically throw them out the window. And the thing that I was looking at today that, that kind of shocked me, of the 12 teams playing today on the six-game slate, Dwayne Wade has the highest usage rate of any player that's on the court right now. He's at a um, 35.5% usage rate. So that is huge. And that means that you're going to see him having the ball in his hand a lot. So for me, the two guys that I'm kind of targeting here are uh, Batum and Dwayne Wade are, are probably my two favorite up top.
1: Yeah, I think you can make a strong case for those guys there as well. I love the usage rate. Right? And, and speaking of usage rate, there's only um, two players in the top ten that have a usage rate uh, above 30. And the second guy I don't want to touch is Kobe Bryant, even though he has a no. plus matchup in, in, in Brooklyn. He also has a has questionable tag with his shoulder. I'm actually hoping he – um, does not make the lineup, so I can get exposure to Jordan Clarkson, who, who is a guy that I like. Um, I, I'm, I'm fine just you know, giving him a little bit of a pass like, uh, against the Memphis game. That game you, um, you know uh, was just a little bit of an aberration for him. He only scores 82 points, didn't do too much else from the field there as well, but prior to that, had, had paid off 6-6 um, six, six for higher for the past five games, and you, and you love that the matchup greatly improves now that Joe Johnson's out of the lineup and it's going to be Boy on by Bogdanovich. Uh, on him defensively. So I will jump back in it on uh, Jordan Clarkson at 6K. Uh, you did get a $200 discount from the, from the most recent price uh, there as well. Now the question here is, and we talked about them quickly, um, you know, in the uh, in the point guard position here, is Etwan Moore, who, uh, you know, had a little bit of a, a, of a, of a hiccup um, and hasn't really been assisting a ton. He does have a six-assist game and a three-assist game in the past five, but it's just one-assist, uh, you know um, – from him at the point guard, uh, at the shooting guard position overall. So, what do you do with each one? Is he is he a is a, is he a decent value option? Can you pair him at, with Dwayne Wade at shooting guard? Do you want to do something different? Um, and uh, my my other question to you is: Are you going to be getting some exposure tomorrow, Hizonia if uh, Evan Fournier ends up missing this game as well with a sore wrist?
2: Yeah, I think the only site that I would be willing to play more on is probably over on FanDuel. Because his price is still way too cheap. It's only 4400 I don't
1: think there's any need for name calling. I mean, let's just, you know, call. This just call him. He's a basketball player. You don't have to refer to him as a moron. That's really not fair. He's the only one bad game out of six, Benny.
2: Wait, did I call him a moron?
1: <laughs> you said more on, and I just sort of. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, I got it, I got it. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, all right, I got it, I got oh, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to the analysis. Uh, <laughs> the only, yeah, the only site that I'd play uh, each one more at is um, probably FanDuel because 4400 is is pretty cheap. Um, you know, you're looking at guys like him, Langston Galloway. I'm not going to play his own, yeah. I mean, I even told people the other night, like, you know, he was people are, like, going nuts because he, he was so cheap. And I'm like, yeah, but he's only going to get you, like, What did he get the other night? 20 fantasy points, 22 fantasy points. Um, You know, I mean, I used Langston Galloway the other night and got a higher score and a higher multiplier for a couple hundred dollars more. And it wound up being a, you know, a better overall play. So, you know, just because his starting, it's not like, you know, he's the number one option on the team or he's going to score. I mean, what's his upside really? Does does he even have 30-point upside at this point? You know, he's been in there a couple times before. And it's the same thing. You're getting, like, 22 to 25 fantasy points, which is okay. But, you know, if you only get 25 fantasy points out of one guy on your roster, you know, you basically need the rest of your roster to go for, like, 275, 280 at the other, you know, seven or eight positions. You know, that's not an easy thing to do. You're still going to need 35, 40 points out of every other guy in there on average, you know, in order to make it there. So even with these punt plays, if I'm taking a punt play, I want a guy who can get me, you know, at least a minimum of of six and a half to you know to ten x, um, and I just don't see Hazania doing that. I don't see him putting up a thirty five fantasy point game. All
1: right, so um, Hazania, by the way, is uh, only small forward eligible on on Fanduel, our official site sponsor. So something uh, to definitely reference and mention. But just to sort of put a bow on this whole thing here, in or not in on Etwan Moore?
2: On Fanduel, I'm in. On other sites, I'm not because his price he's been priced up. On Fanduel at 4,400, I think he's still viable.
1: Yeah, I definitely still think he's viable there as well. Now, um, the, the last thing I, I will say here is, do you feel comfortable at 6,200 for Nicholas Batum jumping in against a plus matchup at home against Phoenix? Because Batum has been, you know, basically a puke fest for a good, you know, I don't know, Two plus weeks, almost three weeks now, um, but you know we were at a high point of like seventy four, seventy six hundred. If you even go back to like December pricing, and now to, to catch him where he is at sixty two hundred should be supreme value in a plus matchup. But you know it is sort of taking a leap of faith. So do you want GPP only? No, no, thank you. Give me some. What do you say?
2: Yeah, I'm like I said, he's one of my favorite plays. I'm all over it. Uh, sixty two hundred for. Him and that matchup, to me, is just way too cheap. Are, you know, well, Sorry to no, of- GPP and cash. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine in GPP and I'm fine in cash.
0: Yeah, 6,200
2: is cheap. With- yeah, not- even if he has a bad game at 6,200, if he has a bad game, he's still going to get you 25 in this matchup, 26. So he's not going to kill you. And at 6,200, we've seen him put up 40, 50 fantasy points before. So it's not below. too often that you gotta Sorry, he's What's been up? below
1: twenty five and three of the past five, which is which my concern. Granted, right. it there but this some, is, there's some
2: this is a great matchup. This okay. is a great matchup for it him. Is. It's gonna be paced up, you know. He's Yeah, I'm perfectly a, fine with it.
1: Like uh um, Devin Booker at the three or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or R. T. Goodwin, one of the two. It's you know, either mm-hmm. whatever however whatever way you shake it out, it doesn't look like a Particularly um, tough matchup for Batum, so if this is, this is this is the absolute time to, to jump in for sure. So that that I will I will grant you. Uh, any other home run plays at the two? Sorry to keep cutting you off there. Just like you know, um, I just wanted to sort of get clarification because I just don't feel comfortable enough in in cash for him, but I certainly want to make a case in in, in GPPs. You can, but you know, if this is ever going to be the spot where you're going to take the actual leap of faith, everybody against Phoenix and and Philly. Uh, along with LA, those three teams, I'm, I'm I'm good, you know, go ahead, go do, do what you need to do. Uh, uh, for me personally, I think I'm just going to draw the line because I want to see it because I know the way B- Batum plays, especially as a, you know, an outside shooter, if he's, if his shot's not falling, then he really has to do, you know, stuff in other areas, which he's very capable of. He just hasn't been you know, um, doing as much as late for, from a rebounding or a, you know, uh, like, you know, assist pers- perspective. The assists were actually pretty strong for three of the past work games until they fell off against Atlanta. So uh, we shall see. So uh, we'll, like I uh, like I was asking, anybody in any their, um uh you know, back-end plays at the two before we move on to the three?
2: No, like I said, the only two guys that are cheap that I'm looking at are, uh, you know, each Moore more than Langston Galloway the knicks um you know if aflalo's still out and he's going to be seeing big minutes again uh 4100 on fanbu he's like 4100 on DraftKings too i mean that's pretty cheap for a guy who should be seeing a, a decent amount of minutes if aflalo's out
1: all right fair enough uh speaking of um <clears throat> some cheap options there how how about how cheap is free I think it's pretty cheap there. So if you want to get some exposure to a free 10-day trial, courtesy of rotowire.com, make sure you check it out right now. All you have to do is log on to rotowire.com slash pod. That'll give you a 10-day free trial to All the premium tools available on our website. We have lineup optimizers for MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, soccer, and golf. Up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, complete draft kits for all the major sports, including all the information that you'd like to know about to get, uh, to get prepped for your upcoming fantasy baseball drafts. So go, go to rotowire.com slash pod, take advantage of your 10 day free trial and let them know that Vinny and Josh sent you. All right. Small forward is up. Let's talk about what you're putting down on the wing at the three for Tuesday.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel like paying up almost 9K on DraftKings for Carmelo Anthony, um, but I do think he's going to be far and away the high scorer, mostly because the small forward position is pretty ugly today. Um, so if it comes down to a point where I have the money left over, I will gladly upgrade whoever I have to Carmelo Anthony, but it's not like he's a guy that I'm looking to actively go and 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 pay up for today. Um, I think there's a lot of value, guys, that you can look at. You know, you can go uh, – 3500 so min price still on uh, Bojan Bogdanovic. Um, they're playing the Lakers. The Lakers are a horrendous defensive team. Whether you like Bojan or not, or Bojan, um, basically at this point, since they got rid of Joe Johnson, you know that he's going to get big minutes. So as long as he's getting big minutes, you know, you got to consider him at, at minimum price. Um, the other guy who I've been looking at is P.J. Tucker at 4800 uh, P.J. Tucker... It can be up and down. Um, The thing I like about him, though, like he played 41 minutes last game. He played like 37 minutes the game before. I mean, he's getting big minutes, so he's out there on the floor. So I think that, especially for cash games, I think if you need a cheap guy, he's got probably the safest floor because he just plays so many minutes that even in a bad game, he's still able to rack up like, you know, 20 fantasy points and not completely kill you. Um, uh, I don't think he has huge tournament upside, but – Again, he's pretty cheap. Uh the price has actually come up a little bit. I think I'd rather use Bojan if I was looking for a cheap option that gave me more upside. Um, but I do like PJ Tucker as well. And then the guy who I think I'm gonna have on a lot of rosters, I really like the way Chandler Parsons' been playing lately. Yeah. Um going up against yeah, going up against Orlando, uh, you know, we're not really sure. Maybe he draws some his own defense. Um, you know, which is probably the way it's gonna go if Evan Fournier's out. So I think he's in a pretty good spot. I think he's been a little more aggressive on the, you know, offensive end. He's been putting up some better numbers. So I really like Chandler Parsons. And then, you know, from there, it's basically punt option guys that I'm looking at um, guys like Dougie McBuckets guys like his Um, you know, those would be the guys, you know, Bo John admin price. I mean, there's a lot of value that has a chance to put up some decent numbers for you at the small forward spot. And, you know, other than Carmelo, if you want to pay up for him, I don't really see a lot of big scores coming out of any small forwards today.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough to, to, to derive some value. Uh, J- Chandler Parsons is, is my is my lock talk. No, First question for you is, uh, are you going to be using Luol? Dang. Uh, because he's been um, – no. he, he was in a spot where he ran off pretty good. And then he's, the, the production has started to taper a bit as the pros price rose over the past two games. So – Yes
2: or no? Yeah, I, I'm I'm basically off of him. Uh, he put up huge numbers the first two games back from the All-Star break when there was no Bosh and no Wade. Um, but now that Wade has come back, Wade, Wade is kind of like Kobe Bryant on the Lakers to the rest of his teammates on the Heat. And what I mean by that is like when Bryant plays, you see the production of everybody else dip a little bit because he's such a high-usage guy. And like you said earlier in the show, when we were talking about it, Wade actually has a higher usage rate than Kobe does. Um, he's been more efficient with it, so he's been a little bit better by you know kind of being a little more of a ball hog. But the you know offshoot of him having such a high usage rate is that when he's back in the game, it affects every other one of the guys that they had. So you add Joe Johnson into the mix, which could take a little bit away from uh you know Lou Aldang. You put um, Wade back in there with his high usage rate. And I don't think we're going to see the, you know, 45, 50 fantasy points that Al Dang gave us the first two games after the All-Star break. And then you throw on top of that that his price has come up as well. Um, and I just think you're getting a guy whose production is dipping while his price is rising. And when we talk about value, I mean, that's the two worst possible things you could have. You know, the reason I like Batum today is because his price is, is, is dropping right now. You know, the reason why I can't play Dang is because his price is rising. And I still think he's that same, you know, 25 to 35 pointy game player. You know, if he was cheaper and he was getting some kind of usage bump, I could use him, but I can't use him right now. So he's been completely off my radar in the last couple of games.
1: Damn, that was like a dis- dissertation on why I hate Lual Dang. I was like, I need to buy a Broadway ticket to this show.
2: Was, that was long. Well, I mean, isn't, isn't... – isn't the point of it to try to explain to people, like, why we're thinking about I'm, why I'm, I'm saying, I don't want to like, just say, all right, I'm, you know what, a- ask me the question if I like Lou Deng again. Do you like Lou Deng for Tuesday? No, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, if I gave that answer, you'd be like, you know, can I get a little more out of you here? So I figured I'd no. explain myself.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to have some fun with you, bro. You know me. If I'm not having fun, it's not a good show. I got I, I got um um I, I got um sort of like um oops a little smacked for like we're like no puns for Monday? What's going on, Josh? And I was like, dude, all right, my bad, bro, my bad. I Yeah,
2: I did see on Twitter that you were getting some grief for your uh you know your Had pun, pun game
1: stuff Utter lack of yeah. performance. Being called out on Twitter for having a blah Monday show, so no blah here. i tell you, Professor Benny is in the house. I don't, I, that's that's all I'm to <laughs> say about it right now. No, it's it's actually very good reasoning, and I'm, and I'm with you 100%. The one thing I will um, uh, say from from my perspective here is. All in on Parsons, for sure. I think he's cashing GPPL, just absolute rainmaker. Still love W. buckets for value. And I am and I think uh, you can make a case for Hazonia, at least in some GPPs. Uh, you, you know, um, he th- doesn't seem like he's going to have a, 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 a huge overall offensive role. But uh, if Forney is out, then you can definitely uh, make a case for him being him. He's cheap enough for you to not get burned if it doesn't uh, go your, your way. And, you know, you could still probably, um, you know, cash, hit the cash spot. In uh, in your GPPs at that price point, which we're talking about, what, 3,700, you know, just a couple hundred over minimum salary. So, something else to pay attention to uh, for the small forward position for Tuesday. Power forward up next. Let's talk about what you're putting down on the block at the four for Tuesday.
2: Yeah, you know, this is another spot where there's not a lot of high end options on this slate for us. Um, you could pay up for Draymond against Atlanta if you wanted to. On FanDuel, he's still a little bit cheap. I think it's 8400 is his price. Um, on other sites, he's a little more expensive. So, again, you know, a guy kind of like Etwan Moore, really the only place I would look at him would be on FanDuel. Um, and at 8400 I think he's definitely a viable option. I haven't been playing Millsap as much lately as I had earlier in the year, and I don't really love the matchup for him at power forward against Draymond. So, I probably wouldn't pay up for him. And those are basically the only two guys really up there at the, you know, what I would consider like the top price point. Um, from there you go down, you know, you got guys in the middle like Thad Young, Julius Randall, Kristaps uh, Porzingis, not really a huge fan of any of those guys. I think if I'm going in that like six six to $7,000 price range, I'm probably going to go with Aaron Gordon. Um, I know his price has come up a little bit. It's not really the greatest overall matchup, um, but I'm expecting this game to be pretty high-scoring, and I'm expecting him to play a lot of minutes. Uh, you know, we saw his usage tick up a little bit in the last game without uh, Fournier in there. And, I mean, you know, they made they made moves to get this guy into the lineup. And he's been producing pretty well, double kind of numbers, you know, scoring some points, hitting some threes, getting some assists. Um, you know, he's athletic as hell, so he's going to get some steals and some blocks too. So in that $6,500 price range, he's the prob- He's probably the guy I'm looking at. But then from there, I go down to some of the cheaper mm-hmm. options. Um, you got Marvin Williams at 6K, who's a guy that I think we need to talk about because people aren't talking about this guy. But the last couple games, he's been putting up some really good numbers. Um, I like everybody that's going up against Phoenix. I think that you know their defense is pretty atrocious. So I definitely think that Marvin Williams could have a decent game here at 6K. I think he can get us over the 30 fantasy points that we need. And I think he's going to be low owned, So he's somebody else I like. And then the last guy on my list is uh, Mirza Yes, Again,
0: he's
2: been, you know, he's been putting up big numbers. He's been playing big minutes. And especially on FanDuel, he's only 4,700. You know, for for 4,700, we need like 23, 24 points out of this guy, um, you know, to be safe for cash. And he's given us 30, 40 point upside in the past couple games. So... For me, he, he's probably gonna be the cheap guy that I can go with and then I'm gonna, you know, figure out, you know, amongst these other guys who are who are decent options who fits into uh you know to I'm gonna roll with.
1: Yeah, Mirza was a case that they gave me, for sure. Uh, it's been like an absolute destroyer. And um, uh, your boy Thad Young uh, um, has been a, a guy who I think we can tap for an increased role. A little bit disappointing performances, but Joe Johnson out of the lineup. He did score 21 points, but you know the 33 points at, at the 7K price tag uh, overall was not enough to, to meet 5X. So you need him to go a little bit bigger than that. You need him to do uh, something else besides just you know the, the 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 20 points and the eight rebounds. So uh, I wish the price was a little bit lower because I think he could definitely crush against uh, the. Uh, the LA Lakers in this matchup and you love the, the, the total is, is above two ten. So commissioner Gordon, it, to me is, 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 is lock chalk for me. Bottom five matchup DVP wise against uh, Dirk Nowitzki does everything uh, under the sun uh, as well as switching, you know, and the price of 6,500 is, is rising, but he's still continuing to pay off the price tag at a, at a very consistent level. So um, something that I, I feel like uh, fairly solid about overall. So uh, I'll be taking that approach with those guys. Uh, there as well. Now, down below that, any any home run options, or are we going to draw um, the uh, line there at Mirza?
2: Yeah, for me, Mirza was the lowest guy that I really felt comfortable with um, for cash and, and had GPP upside. Um, you know, Unless something happens later on in the day, I think that he's probably going to be... And, and again, we haven't had to really spend up stars on the slate, so we haven't really had to spend up at many positions, so I don't think you need an absolute punt. There are absolute punts at other positions like small forward um, that are just so much better if you're looking for a salary saver that I wouldn't mess with some of the punts at power forward.
1: I agree with you there as well. So uh, let's go ahead and move forward uh, uh, to the center position for Tuesday. But before we do that, we have to let all the business owners out there know that if you're looking for a website – why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you. Used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So with hundreds of designer-made customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional website each and every day so when you're running your own business, you're bound to be too busy. Too busy to worry about the budget the scheduling appointments or building a, biz, a website for your own business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy and free go ahead and go to wix.com to create your own website today The results will be stunning all right let's go ahead and talk about your stunners at the center position for the tuesday slate
2: yeah i think um, there's two ways that i'm looking to go here if i have the money to spend up I like Brooke Lopez over Hassan Whiteside and Vucevic, and uh, you know, and Al Horford. Um, you know, Lopez to me going up against the Lakers. Lakers are a team that we've been picking on all season. High usage guy for for a center. I think he's got like a twenty eight percent usage rate. Um, I don't think it's the highest. I think actually Vucevic might be a little bit higher. But I just think that Lopez is in a much softer matchup against the Lakers than Vucevic is going up against the. Uh, you know, Dallas and uh, Zaza Pachulia. Um, as far as Hassan Whiteside, you know, we talked about this last game. I If I see that Whiteside's in a starting lineup, it may change my opinion. But he's now – his price has come up to where he's the same price as Brooke Lopez. And we saw last game that Amari Stoudemire was the starter. You know, Whiteside came in with like four minutes left in the, in the first quarter, played the last four minutes of the first, the first six minutes of the second you know sat out the end of the second quarter came back in around the same rotation for the third and fourth quarter and only wound up with like 26 minutes so if he's only going to be getting 26 minutes you know I'm not I'm not going to be you know jumping to put him in there over a guy like Brook Lopez or or even a Vucevic Um, at 26 to 28 minutes for me Whiteside is probably the third best guy to pay up for in that price range so you know, I know a lot of people are going to be talking about him. He's put up some big games lately, but he's gotten more expensive, and it seems like they're trying to limit his role a little bit. So that pushes me on Lopez if I'm paying up for anybody. And then in the mid-range, if I'm looking for a cheaper option, I really like Alex Len at a $5,200. Um, going up against Charlotte, Charlotte hasn't been great at stopping big men all season long. And I think it's just more that I love the price point of 5200 for Alex Len, because I think he's safe for 25 points, and I think he has upside where he could get us 38 to 45 points. Um, And for only 5K, that's going to be a a really good multiplier. So if I'm paying up, I'm going Brooke Lopez. If I'm going cheap, I think it's Alex Len, And, you know, that's probably the only way I'm going to mess around with the uh, center position on on this slate. All
1: right. Makes a ton of sense for me overall. Uh, uh, The only thing I I, want to say here is – from a a value perspective there overall i think you you definitely can do you can't do any better than 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 alex in the spot for 5200 it was a little bit of a surprise guy there as well but keep your eyes peeled on robin lopez too he's a little, definitely more expensive and you know he's in the 5800 range uh there oh actually just actually priced up to 6k up against portland we know that's a soft defensive matchup uh, uh with you know myers leonard and and Plumley and company that you can take advantage of. And he's been pretty consistent overall, 14 and 14 with three blocks it was good for over almost 6.7 X this last matchup. And then, you know, he was two rebounds away from the double double and still 28 fancy points which was good for five X essentially in the spot. So good matchup, uh, you know, defensively in the spot, they've been sort of, you know, leaning on his role. Chris Stapps, continues to struggles to be an effective uh, rebounder and a trustworthy fancy option. And, you know, Robin Lopez is just like your like nice, cheap, safe option. Uh, if you're not going all the way up up top to you know Lopez and and, and Whiteside or even uh, Vucci for the Tuesday slate. And that is going to wrap it up for the Roto-RDFS podcast. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to press that subscribe button on the official YouTube channel. We've been uh, lucky and fortunate enough to add subscribers each and every day to this podcast and to the YouTube channel, so we love that. We definitely appreciate that. And send all your comments, complaints, and questions to Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 or me on Twitter at Josh FS. and it's Rotowire.com and at Rotowire for all your season-long and fantasy DFS questions, needs, wants, and uh, anything else thereafter. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll see you next time.